One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Sometimes being a Doctor Who fan is challenging. Sometimes you have to remember lifetimes and lifetimes worth of plot points and stories and who's that companion and wait hang on isn't that such and such as TARDIS and who's playing the dark what incarnate it can get confusing with that in mind I'm Sean Ferrick for Who Culture and here are 10 things about Doctor Who that seem to confuse non-fans 10 Doctor Who so who is he or she or they who is this time lord that we've been following around for Pushing on 60 years now. Well, that's if you measure it in, in Earth years, of course. Well, let's start with easy. What's their name? And if anyone can come back to me with that one, let me know. Because the Doctor's name is one of the closely guarded secrets of the character. Now, like Matt Smith's 11th Doctor says, the name is a title. The Doctor is a promise. So, with that being the case, what does he do? Well, that's an easier one to answer, because he helps. He goes through time and space, fixing where he can, righting wrongs, and frankly, terrifying entire civilizations into developing arms to take him down. Wait, what? No, that's actually true. Now, and then some people might, I ask, and why does this bloke or lady look like they're from Earth? Well, actually, that's really racist. The Doctor doesn't look human. Humans look Time Lord. Nine, the TARDIS. The Doctor's vehicle that they travel around in is the TARDIS, which of course stands for Tethered Aerial Release Developed in Style. No, wait, time and relative dimensions in space. Don't know where I got the other one from. This cool ship, you know, it's, it's the Enterprise of Doctor Who. It's the Millennium Falcon of Doctor Who, possibly cooler than both, and I might catch hell for saying that. It is bigger on the inside, it is shaped like a police box because the chameleon circuit, which allows it to blend into its local surroundings, broke back in <clears throat> 1963. Today, there's plenty of jokes made about the fact that how's a police box going to blend into anything in modern day Earth? Well, technically it is posing as present day Earth technology because in 1963 it was present day technology and well the Doctor doesn't follow time the way we follow time and, and it's blue and it's bigger on the inside and it does the noise um eight talking about regeneration the way for the Doctor's Longevity, if you like, is regeneration. Now, this was actually a trick that was dreamt up in 1966, all the days of William Hartnell. And the reason for that is that once the actor at the time, William Hartnell, became too ill to continue on in the role, the BBC were a bit kind of nervous about, well, I don't want this show to cancel. You know, what is a way around this? 
So regeneration was written in as a plot point in that the Doctor can save themselves from dying by literally rewriting every gene in their body, which leaves them with a different personality and a different face. Now this ingenious little technique allowed them to continue on with Patrick Troughton and then John Pertwee and there's a long list, to the point where the Doctor has actually regenerated 14 times at this point. Now, David Tennant's 10th incarnation regenerated twice, you know, vanity issues, and there is a forgotten incarnation that was introduced in the 50th anniversary special as the War Doctor played by John Hurt. Now, I'm sure that makes perfect sense, right? So the current Doctor played by Jodie Whittaker is both the 13th and the 14th Doctor, right? What's that? Timeless Child? What? Yeah, don't worry about it. Seven. Sonic Screwdriver. Basically, this is the multi-tool that does everything as long as it doesn't include wood. So as long as you follow that one rule, you're golden. This thing can open any lock, it's a tricorder, it's pretty handy. Now it is, in a way, a magic wand. And it was written, in a way, as a magic wand. It's a kind of a do-all tool. Now that can be confusing because, well, what does it do this week? And the answer is whatever the current writer basically chooses for it to do as long as it doesn't include wood. Now there's been plenty of jokes about this tool in the 50th anniversary itself. John Hurt's War Doctor looks at Matt Smith and David Tennant pointing their screwdrivers at him and he goes why are you pointing them at me like water pistols? Because they're not weapons which of course plays into the Doctor's character. Is it a get out of jail free card in a lot of events? You Bet yourself that it is, but it's done with a wink and a nod. Six, the Daleks. If you've never watched an episode of Doctor Who, you still probably know what a Dalek looks like, and you've still probably heard the cry of These guys have been around since, almost since the Doctor began. They arrived in William Hartnell's time, and they have been back to bother every single incarnation ever since. And it's because they're bloody scary, even if they are rolling pepper pots. They can be confusing because, well, exactly, what are they, how are they scary as long as you run up a flight of steps? But in modern Who, they've been given upgrades to make them just that little bit more menacing. Again, stairs, not a problem anymore. The old plunger arm is actually a bit more dangerous than it looks. And the exploration of their nature has been done quite a few times. Again, with the return of Davros, who is their creator. These guys are scary, even though they look like pepper pots on wheels. Five. Earthbound. You might be asking yourself, why can this alien who can fly through all of time and space spend so much time on modern day Earth? And you know what? It is hard to argue a in-series reason for this, other than he likes Earth and has put a lot of time into it. That's fine. Now, I mean, there's a pretty straightforward reason behind the screen, and it's that it's cheaper, isn't it? You know, it's just, you know, film the street as opposed to filming Mars. In the olden days, there was a bit of a healthy mix. And then suddenly you had John Pertwee's Doctor effectively stuck on Earth for an entire season. Although we got the cool car Bessie out of it. It really is a kind of a flip of the coin at this stage because with the advances of modern technology, it's a bit easier to show alien worlds. But the Doctor works very well in a juxtaposition between modern day humanity and this outlandish alien future. So why does he spend so much time on modern day Earth? Because it helps us enjoy the character just a little bit more. Four, 
time travel. The entire thing of Doctor Who, for want of a much better word, is time travel. He doesn't so much travel between universes, although that's happened, it's more that he can move backwards, forwards, side to side, up and down in time. With the TARDIS, and of course with his race of beings being the Time Lords, it's sort of his raison d'etre. That can get confusing because the way he sees time is not, and I am paraphrasing here, it's not a linear progression of A to B to C, it's more like a big ball of wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Basically, the rules of time travel are, don't worry about it, honestly, it's not a show that really spends too much time, you know, beating you over the head with the rules. That's not to say there aren't any, but I wouldn't worry too much about that if you're coming to it now for the first time. Time travel is the way they get to travel all over the place without necessarily moving and still get to bring a bloody good show. Three fixed points in time and space. Some episodes really rely heavily on the idea that some things in the past and the future cannot be changed. Pompeii, for example. When Donna Noble visited Pompeii, the first thing she wanted to do was save everyone who was there. The doctor told her it can't be done. You then have the fun of writing, well, why can't things be changed? You know, what, when, what, what was it about that particular volcano that it had to erupt? They wrote a great way around that. Another fantastic example of that is the waters of Mars. The doctor goes a little bit off the rails and decides to change a fixed point in time and history, and it leads to disaster. They are fixed for a reason, and that's sort of allows restrictions to be placed on the storytelling as well because if this guy can change anything in anywhere he wants well we'll just go back and assassinate Hitler we'll uh, save the Titanic that'll all be fine the Hindenburg maybe skip that maiden voyage yeah that's why these rules are there it works even if sometimes it can be a little bit frustrating two cosplaying now all right this might seem a little bit left of center but a lot of cosplayers for Doctor Who put a lot of time and effort and care into their creations and it's because of the amount of sheer imagination that's going on on the show and around the show. Thanks to the various incarnations of the Doctor we have different options of cosplaying to do. Like if you feel like throwing on a long scarf today that's fine you're the Doctor. If you feel like wearing a decorative vegetable that's fine, you're the doctor. It lets you unwind a little bit and also lets you engage with others who are like you, which brings me to the final point on this list, the fans. With nearly 60 years of history, that's a long time to develop a fandom, or potentially rabid fandom, I might say, for Doctor Who. Now, sometimes they can be seen as a little bit out there. I count myself among them, so I enjoy being out there in time and space with them. But the sheer loyalty behind them, and loyal is a very, very important word there, can sometimes, in a word, freak people out. Why is this person I've never met before quoting me the rules of time and space and, you know, saying things like wibbly wobbly? And it's because Doctor Who, at its heart, is not necessarily a family show, although it certainly is that, but it's a show about family. Now much like the Doctor's face, that regenerates time and time again, so it's not about any one family, but that extends out into the fandom. Can we be a little bit extreme? You bet your bottom dollar we can. Are we generally a nice, simple folk? Well, it depends if we 
like the Doctor or the Daleks. Either way, what you're gonna find with the fandom is a very dedicated base of people who will very happily explain whatever you need to know about Doctor Who to you, welcome you with open arms, and potentially run after you with a plunger. But don't worry, it'll make sense at the time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.